1: How's it, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Command Zone podcast. I'm your host, Josh Lee Kwai.
2: And I'm Rachel Weeks.
1: And uh, Rachel, it's here. All will be
2: one. Yes. And it's terrifying. Yeah. Especially when you have (laughs) Craig Blanchett, Mr.
1: Infect, in your playgroup. This deck in particular that we're going to do the full deck reveal for today. Mm -hmm. uh, It scares me to my bones.
2: There's so so much support for (laughs) Infect in this deck. It's like, okay, well. We don't need to give Craig more tools. Yeah. uh, Prepare to die. (laughs) Um,
1: all right, so yeah, we are going to be revealing the entire deck list, or all the new cards, and going through the reprints, the highlights of the reprints from this, what's it called? Corrup- corrupting Influence. From the Corrupting corrupting Influence pre-con from All Will Be One. Uh, and then, of course, there's a link to the full deck list, which will be in the show notes. But if you want to see all the new cards, stick around. And of course, if you want to buy these new cards, well... Mm-hmm. You gotta go to cardkingdom.com slash command. That's the best place to go to buy your magic product singles. Anything at all, you can pre-order for XY One stuff right now. There's two pre-con decks. There's mm-hmm. a ton of cool stuff. You know, obviously we've seen a lot of the set because of game nights and things like that. It, there's a whole bunch more toxic infect stuff. So I was
2: gonna say you yeah. got lots to pick up at Card Kingdom that'll support uh, this deck and uh, pretty And support soon we'll do our content. And support our content at the <laughs> same time.
1: <laughs> yeah, so again, Card slash command.
2: And once you have all those cards, you are going to want to protect them. Go to ultrapro.com slash command to pick up all of the deck boxes and sleeves and binders that you need to keep your collection safe. Uh, and also go and make sure that you've checked out all of the All Will Be One playmats and deck boxes and sleeves. They have all of the magic official art on their website. So you can get something to match the All Will Be One commanders that you are building this time around. Make sure you got the. Prettiest battlefield. Or intimidating battlefield. The most you complete
1: can. battlefield, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and
2: then, of course, the final way to
1: support all of our content is directly at patreon.com/slash command zone. All kinds of cool perks for our patrons. You get to interact with Rachel, Jimmy, myself, the rest of our team on our Discord. We also play spell table games Mm -hmm. with uh, a lot of our patrons. You get access to extra turns and game nights earlier than the general public. Uh, It's the beginning of the year. I know the holidays. We we lose a lot of patrons because, of course, we never want our patreon to be a financial burden to anyone but you know you lose some patrons in december so it'd be nice um you know if you've ever thought about supporting the show this is a good time to come back and and help us out uh again patreon.com slash command zone okay yeah let's get into this here
2: we have to shout out a one lucky patron that's
1: another perk that is another
2: perk of being a patron of the command zone uh this This week's episode is dedicated to to cody Cody Blatt. blatt
1: Cody, you rock. You definitely rock. <laughs> All right, let's get into this Corrupting Influence Precon full deck revealed. Really quick, we're going to do this as we normally do, which means. The main goal of this show is to just reveal what's in here. We're not going to do a lot of evaluation. We're going to sort of save that for our budget upgrade series, which we do. And I'm sure we're going to get Craig to upgrade this particular deck Mm -hmm. since it is the sort of poison, infect, toxic deck.
2: Nobody knows better than Craig Blanchett. (laughs) He's Mr. Infect, but are we going to have to rename him like Mr. Mr. Toxic? (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't sound as good. I don't know. That's like the Marvel to his DC version, maybe.
1: (laughs) All right, what's, uh, what's in this deck as a quick breakdown here?
2: Yeah, so there are 10 new cards in this deck, and uh, two of them are legendary creatures. There's the face commander and the backup commander. We haven't mentioned it yet, but this is a white, black, green deck. It's Abzan. Uh, and the face commander of this deck is Exhale Scion of Atraxa. It is one and Abzan, so one white, black, green for a Flying Vigilance Toxic to 2, 2-5 Phyrexian Angel. <gasps> It has corrupted at the beginning of your end step. Each opponent who has three or more poison counters exiles the top card of their library face down. You may look at it, play those cards for as long as they remain exiled, and you may spend mana as though it were mana of any color to cast cast those spells. So it gives you a little bit of an additional payoff to infecting your opponents.
1: Right, it doesn't even necessarily want you to infect them out. Just get enough poison counters on them so you're Mm -hmm. starting to get value, and then... I mean, it's an interesting strategy. Normally, poison is like pick one player, try and pile as many kill, poison kill, 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 counters kill, on yeah. them as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. This one's like spread it around a little bit, get some value. It
2: it's interesting. Um, I I think this Brikan is is their attempt to shift a little bit uh away from a uh, an aggro strategy and more into like a combo strategy because there's a lot of ways to proliferate and um kill everybody at once once you've got those uh those counters spread around.
1: All right, well, let's look at the backup commander and see if that's Mm -hmm. on the same plan or a different Mm -hmm. one. It's Vishgraz, the Doomhive. Two, white, black, green. So five mana total for a 3 3 legendary Phyrexian insect. Has Menace Menace and, mm, sorry, has Menace Mm. and Toxic 1. We should mention, Toxic means players dealt combat damage by this creature also get a poison counter. So on XL, Toxic two. If it deals combat damage, it'll get two poison counters. It's not like Infect of the Past, where if you have Giant Growth, that it, it'll do more more poison. Yeah, it's, just it's just if stuck it one.
2: deals, it's a combat damage trigger.
1: And it's combat damage, so you can't mm-hmm. like give it a tap ability like Tim or something, and or and still deal the poison. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Got to right. connect. So Manache and Toxic one. Vishgras, uh enters the battlefield and creates 3-1-1 one, one colorless Phyrexian Might artifact creature tokens with Toxic 1, and this creature can't block. So it makes 3-1-1s three, three, one, with Toxic 1 that cannot block. Mm-hmm. And then Vishgraz gets plus 1, plus 1 for each poison counter your opponents have.
2: Combine. Com- yeah. So it can be big, and it has Menace. It still is only Toxic 1, regardless of how big it is, but it... It, it, this thing is going to be a pain to block like in the late game. Yeah, it's, it's a 5-mana
1: like, 3-3 that comes in and makes 3 one ones. 3 one ones. <laughs> Yeah.
2: That's four bodies <laughs> for 5-mana. All of them have Toxic 1.
1: That's pretty great. I, I mean, don't
2: know. That seems pretty good to me.
1: We're, we shouldn't get into this too far because we said we weren't going to evaluate. But it's going to be yeah. interesting to see whether... Because I can see arguments for Vishkras being who you want to run as the commander of the deck mm-hmm. out of the box. Yeah. Because um, they are sort of a slightly different strategies here.
2: It's interesting. I like that they're diversifying what it means to be an Infect deck. And it's less like you kill one player and get, get third. Um, That's the
1: Junkyard Dog, as Craig calls right, it. Like, yeah. latch on to one player exactly. until you take them out and then try and go to the next one. But by the time you get to third, you almost never win.
2: Yeah, yeah. This is, uh, hopefully, you, you don't kill ev- anybody like at once and then hopefully survive to kill everybody. I don't know. I, I still think Infect's pretty scary. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. Is players
1: tend to react to it pretty hard. All right. Those are the two face commanders. Yeah. Now we've got eight other new cards that are in the 99 of the deck. So, yeah, let's just run them down here.
2: Yeah, yeah so all of these are supporting the exhale, like, go distribute counters evenly and then proliferate. So this first one is Norn's Choir Master. It is three white white for a 5-4 Rexian Angel with flying and first strike. Whenever a commander you control enters the battlefield or attacks, proliferate.
1: Oh, so just on attack, you'll proliferate with either commander. That's yeah. great if you are. I don't know, this could work with the fish too because you get a bunch of poison counters spread around with the mite. Yeah. Whereas XL is going to toxic to one person.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. It's so it, the interesting thing is it combines sort of strange with toxic because toxic's a combat damage trigger and this right. is an attack trigger. So you have to have dealt you have to have already put counters on them for it to the attack trigger to really matter.
1: And the f- for, oh, oh, gotcha. It's an attack trigger, not a combat damage Yeah, trigger. this one, yeah, this gotcha. one,
2: the Norn's Choir Master is, a, is an ETB and a commander ETB or a commander attacks.
1: So if you play XL on four, this on five, this neither will have done anything yet. Yeah, not quite. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> All right, the next one is Norn's Decree. It's two and a white for an enchantment. Whenever one or more creatures an opponent controls deal combat damage to you, that opponent gets a poison counter. Mm. Oh. Whenever a player attacks, if one or more players being attacked are poisoned that attacking player uh draws a card interesting so if they hit you they get poison counters yeah but if they hit each other when they've got poison counters they draw cards they draw cards and you also draw cards on that second part
2: one or more it also says one or more players so this is it, this isn't if they you attack can, three uh, players you draw three cards this is if you attack a poison player you draw one card
1: so you can never draw more than one per attack yes yeah with, with North Creed. interesting. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one is a sorcery. It is Geth's Summons for two and a black black. It says, return up to one target creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield. Corrupted. For each opponent who has three or more poison counters, as you cast the spell, put up to one target creature card from that player's graveyard onto the battlefield under your control. Whoa. What? Okay. <laughs> so this card is going in a few different directions, but... Basically, it says you reanimate a creature from your graveyard plus all of the graveyards of opponents that have three or more poison counters.
1: Yeah, we should say Corrupted is a mechanic from the main set, and Mm -hmm. it just cares about your opponents having at least three poison counters, which is kind of what Excel is. Uh, Again, Mm -hmm. it has Corrupted. Um, But that's a ton of efficiency for four mana if you manage to even get, like, Oh, you only really need one opponent to have a creature that's yeah, decent, Yeah, two right?
2: creatures for four mana is is really strong. I mean, it's a little finicky. Like, you have to have the player who has the best thing in their graveyard also has to be the infected one, but I, it seems really efficient if, you're, if your deck is designed explicitly like XL wants you to be to get everybody to three.
1: Interesting. It might affect how you play as well, so you should mm-hmm. probably get the poison counters onto the player you think has the best creatures.
2: Yeah, if you know this card is in the deck for yep. sure.
1: Uh, all right, the next one is Phoresis Outbreak, two and a black for a sorcery. Each opponent gets a poison counter. Boom. That's great. One then, of the way. Yep. Then each creature your opponents control get negative one, negative one until end of turn for each poison counter its controller has. Ooh. So this with some proliferates, this mm-hmm. could easily be like all my opponent's creatures get like negative three, negative three to negative five-ish, yeah. you know. That's pretty great.
2: It's pretty good. I mean, and it's a one-sided board wipe for three mana. Like, obviously, it requires a lot of setup beforehand, but... That's very efficient. Which you really need to be if you're playing a if you're playing an infect deck. You, you can, need to move.
1: Can open up attacks too. Mm. Uh,
2: yeah, absolutely.
1: Especially with like Vishgra or something. You know, you get a couple of poison counters early, but they're going to get some defenses down, and they're mm. definitely going to play defensively when they know you're poisoning them. Mm-hmm. And the ability to be like, boom, shrink all your stuff, kill a bunch of it, but also make it so that like whatever's left is very small. And now you're in a pretty tough position because Makes I'm attacking with more toxic creatures. Yeah. Yeah. Or more infect creatures. You're probably going to add some to this deck.
2: The next one is Contaminant Grafter. For four and a green, this is a Phyrexian Druid. It is a 5-5 with Trample and Toxic 1. It seems like a good combo. Uh, Whenever one or more creatures you control deal combat damage to one or more players, proliferate. Corrupted. At the beginning of your end step, if an opponent has three or more poison counters, draw a card. Then you may put a land card from your hand onto the battlefield.
1: So it's more sort of poison, but for value. Just get them to three, and then we get stuff. Yeah. It, they really said one or more a couple of times in there, so you can't proliferate more than once total, right? Yes.
2: Whenever one or more creature you control deals combat damage to one or more players proliferate. So, so no a, matter how many creatures, no matter how many players, one proliferate on this. <laughs> they really didn't want you to abuse
1: it, I suppose.
2: I mean, that's fair. If, they, if you proliferate three times on this, yeah, that's be, like... Yeah,
1: it's nuts. Oh <laughs> All right.
2: The next one is Glissa's Retriever.
1: Five and a green for a 6-6 six, six Phyrexian Beast has haste and toxic three Haste on toxic slash, in fact, poison creatures is very powerful.
2: Very scary, yeah. Yeah,
1: because if you ever get to, like, seven, they can just kill you if you don't have mm-hmm. a blocker, yeah. Gliss's Retriever can't be blocked by creatures with power two or less, so hard to chump block this thing, yep. and then has corrupted when Gliss's Retriever dies, exile it. When you do, return up to X target cards from your graveyard to your hand, where X is the number of opponents who have three or more poison counters.
2: Yeah, some more just like high synergy, good stuff type, type cards. Um, this, next one, this next one's sweet. It's Wormquake. For four green green, this is a sorcery. It is corrupted. Create an XX green Phyrexian worm creature token with Trample and Toxic 1, where X is the amount of mana spent to cast this spell. Then for each opponent with three or more poison counters, you create another one of those tokens. Ooh. Flashback. 8 green green. So, the first time you cast it, you cast it for 6. You make up to 3 worm tokens with Toxic. They do have Trample. Yep. So, up to three six six Trample, Toxic, 1 worms. And then if you flash this back for 10 mana...
1: You could get up to 4, right? You're going to create
2: 1 no matter what. And then if you have 3 uh, opponents... Each, so- each opponent with 3 or more poison counters. You make another one you of You make those. another one? You make up to 4. That's so... Many. <laughs> so, if you've infected all of your opponents, this is twenty-four power for six mana. Ooh, you don't even good. need toxic at that point. Now you just they're at gonna worms. die in regular damage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the flashback is ten mana, so you can make up to forty power if you cast it for ten mana. <laughs> I don't know that. As
1: ten mana spells goes, I don't know, but for six, that seems really. A good I too. mean. Yeah. All right. Uh, the last new card in the deck is Glistening Sphere. It is three mana for an artifact. It enters the battlefield tapped. Uh, When Glistening Sphere enters the battlefield, proliferate, and then you can tap it to add one mana of any color. And it has Corrupted. Add three mana of any one color. Activate only if an opponent has three or more poison counters. So we've seen this um, move towards slightly more powerful three-mana rocks. They've mm-hmm. kind of been tempting us over the last like year and a half or two years to see like, okay, where's the line? Can we find a line where you'll pe- play the three-mana rocks? Over
2: the two-mana rocks, yeah. yeah.
1: And I think this is probably going to cross the line. It comes in tapped, but the proliferate's very powerful. Absolutely. It, you have to want the proliferate really bad, but it doesn't have to be... I mean, we're only talking about in the confines of this deck, but mm-hmm. I can see this getting played outside of the deck when there's one-on-one counters and other things going on, too.
2: Yeah, I, th- I really love that they leaned into Proliferate with this because they're, it's such a cool mechanic. It's so good for Commander, and we haven't really had a ton of cards to play with, and a lot of them are really expensive, so it's cool to put it on a rock like that, especially something that you could blink, even if you're not tapping it for three mana. Yeah,
1: it's the fact uh, that it proliferates already kind of makes it good, and then mm-hmm. just the fact that, like, oh, but in this deck, sometimes it's going to tap for three... <laughs>
2: That's That's, okay. That's pretty sweet. That's pretty good.
1: Okay, so those are the new cards in the deck. Uh, A lot of really cool stuff. I like what you said. The proliferate's going to make it useful outside of just toxic. Mm -hmm. But if you want to run a dedicated toxic infect poison deck, you definitely just got a bunch of new tools. And this whole set's going to give you a bunch of stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. I know Craig's just been salivating just looking at this stuff and thinking about it, which makes me scared. Um, (laughs) But of course, that's just 10 cards in the deck. There are a whole bunch more... We are going to go through the highlights of the reprints, what the value of the deck is. We're going to break it down and kind of tell you how it works and what makes it tick. But, of course, we're going to do that right after we come back from this quick break. Don't go anywhere.
0: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well.
2: Get started at angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.
1: Tomorrow, only on Disney Plus.
0: My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour.
1: Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour.
0: does
2: anyone here know the lyrics? Prove
1: it! Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour. Taylor's version. With four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tomorrow only on Disney Plus. All right, we are back here at the Command Zone. We are talking about the I keep forgetting the name of the deck, the Corrupting Influence Precon from Phyrexia All Will <laughs> Be One. We already went through the new cards, and now we are going to talk about the breakdown of the deck stats, and then, of course, everybody's favorite, the reprint value and what the big reprints are. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before we get into that, we have to go into the do you know the, the st- 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 st-
2: st- stats, stats, stats. <laughs> good. It's okay, pretty, we, we pretty got
1: good it.
2: Good that. Yeah.
1: It's fine. All right, let's go through the basic stats of the deck here. Mm-hmm. Um, you did this breakdown, Rachel, so I'll let you do the honors.
2: Yeah, so in the deck there are 13 ramp cards. Oh, a good amount. Pretty high, yep. pretty good. Uh, there are eight card draw cards a little on the low side but if you run Ixil, mm-hmm. i suppose you have cards in the command zone yeah uh it it doesn't exactly draw you what you need in a dedicated strategy which is sort of interesting sure, you definitely it gives have you card advantage. Yeah, yeah you definitely have have more cards um there's eight targeted removal spells pretty good and we've seen a
1: move towards more of that in these precons more targeted removal
2: mm-hmm. and then there are a whopping five board wipes <laughs> in the deck <laughs> there's five board <laughs> wipes there's five
1: Okay, that's probably too many board wipes. I think that's too many. It's high, <laughs> but that's a lot. Why would I'm trying to rack my brain for why a dedicated infect toxic deck would want to have more board wipes than your average deck? Because these days, we're around three. I'd yeah. say is probably where you want to be for most decks.
2: This deck is more defensive than a lot of of infect decks. Like they, it runs. Uh, a couple of cards that are that are more like don't attack me like we talked about before with Norn's decree yeah, and some of the reprints that we're going to go into so, so it like does
1: throw a few poison counters out there and then get some value and kind
2: of win that way yeah and then and use the proliferate to to get to 10 oh, this Seems, might make me actually want to play infect then it's it is value. a little bit <laughs> grindier okay than, i'm in so <laughs> maybe maybe five wipes but that still does seem like a little bit too many all uh, right let's <laughs> talk about the deck
1: specific stats
2: there are 21 cards in the deck that put poison counters on players somehow. Okay. Um, so that could be creatures with infect, it could be creatures with toxic, uh, or there's a number of spells from the main set and from previous sets that just say put a counter, but like put an infect counter Get on Get the
1: everybody. ball rolling, because that gets yeah. your proliferate going and everything like that. And exactly. And both commanders have toxics so, yes yeah there's yep. no real way out of the box to play this deck where you're not throwing some poison counters over for around. sure yeah you're
2: definitely gonna in- infect somebody <laughs> you're going to corrupt corrupt them that's right <laughs> uh there are 11 cards in the deck that are poison counter payoffs we talked about a lot of them many of them are new cards uh but there are some that that reward you for putting poison counters on other po- yeah all the corrupted stuff
1: is a payoff for exactly poison. And then, yeah. yeah Got it. and not
2: all of them will put counters on them themselves. Right. A lot
1: of them are just like, does it have three or more? Does it have X amount? Yeah, exactly. do this. Yeah, got it.
2: There are 14 cards in the deck with proliferate. Okay. Which is a lot. uh, More than we've ever been able to see and is honestly terrifying. Uh, It's a very scary number. That makes sense. The proliferate's an interesting sort of signpost and we talked
1: about this a little bit uh, off camera, but it it maybe means that, like you said, less aggro, aggro, aggro and more of like early game, get poison counters Mm -hmm. on everybody. And now uh-huh. I can proliferate a few times and kill everybody all at once?
2: Yeah, put up a little bit of a wall so the whole table doesn't turn on you immediately and hopefully um, survive to proliferate, you know, seven more times. Uh, with 14 cards in there, it's very possible, especially with a couple of the cards that we talked about earlier give you multiple instances of proliferate. Yeah, repeatable what
1: proliferate like yeah. uh, Norn's Choir Master. Yes, That's and, you know,
2: even Contaminant Grafter over the course of uh, more than one combat.
1: All right, let's look at the deck contents overall here. There are 10 new cards, as mm-hmm. we already mentioned. 14 cards from the main set, for Phyrexial will be one, and that's pretty high. We usually only see maybe four or five. Uh, they're technically reprints because they're printed in the main set, yeah. um, but they're also included in the pre-cons, but that's that's a high amount. It makes sense, though, because there's going to be a pretty parasitic environment as far as like the toxic and the corrupted. It hasn't mm-hmm. existed before. So if you don't have enough support cards, it just won't work at all.
2: Exactly. I mean, they printed a ton of support into the set that it makes sense that these are going to go into the commander sets as well. Cause they're, you know, I'm sure we can talk to Craig and be like, is there enough support for Infect? And it's like, uh, barely. Um, so, okay. Lots uh, of main set cards. So that means there are 56 reprints in the deck. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, A a little fewer than we're used to, again, because they did reprint, technically reprint so many of the main set cards. Mm -hmm. And then there are 20 basic lands. Seems kind of high for a three-color deck, but there's always a lot of basic lands in these pre-cons.
2: Yeah, and you're in green, so searching up basics is sort of what you do.
1: That's a good point. All right, so that's going to lead us into our next point of discussion, which is the financial value, the reprint value of the deck. A couple of caveats. As always, the prices we're gonna discuss here are taken from prior to the deck being revealed. Again, because we are recording this in like mid December. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: We're revealing.
1: We're revealing the deck, so there's no way for (laughs) those prices to be known before the reveal. Yeah, and we always take for all the decks the prices from that moment, so that we compare them. But what that means is that the actual number doesn't mean a lot. Mm -hmm. It's just in comparison to our other numbers to just kind of see how is this reprint value sort of line up with decks of the past. And then we should throw in that second caveat, which there's slightly fewer reprints in this deck um, that we know the prices of than usual, just because there are those 14 cards from the main set that got reprinted. Mm -hmm. And again. The whole set has not been revealed. We don't know the prices of those cards either. So we're yeah. just concentrating on those 56 cards, um, you know, from the stats we just mm-hmm. mentioned. So all those caveats out of the way. drum Drumroll, pre- please, Rachel, you can do the honors. What is the
2: reprint value for this deck? For only 56 cards, yeah. the reprint value is $95.90. Wow. So almost $96. Yes. Almost, almost $96 got dollars for half the deck.
1: That seems pretty high. Like I would expect it mm-hmm. to be a decent bit lower just because of the main set reprints. Although we've seen some decks that have twenty new cards, and I guess this one has ten, so maybe that kind of evens out.
2: Yeah, it's um either way. This is this is a number that we've come to sort of expect for these pre cons. Um historically. In, like in the last couple of years, the Brothers were Precons were about 95 The Baldur's Gate Precons were about 104 So we're living in the, about the same ballpark as we've come to expect for these Precons.
1: Yeah, we've seen some lower ones. Like Neon Dynasty, $73. Yeah. Um, way mm-hmm. back in like 2019, they were averaged. Uh, Commander 2019 average reprint value was $80. Bucks. Mm-hmm. Strixhaven was $88. Yeah. Forgotten Realms was 115. I'm noticing that if you're a D and D set, your revert value <laughs> tends to be a little bit higher. I don't know what that what's up with that, but I think looking at this little list of comparisons here, we're pretty happy with anything north of like 90 bucks. That seems to be on the upper side, and anything yeah. north of of 100 is obviously great. But yeah. I'm perfectly happy with $95 for for, for this. How do you feel about it?
2: I think it's a good number, especially considering how few of the cards are reprints, like just over half the deck are are reprints. So we're going to have a couple of higher um, numbers. What I will say is... I, because this is such an underprinted mechanic just generally, in like infect counters and, and poison counters in general, I would expect that some of the cards that are holding up that value are just cards that have never been reprinted before. So we're we're they're sort of standing on, on a one-leg uh, uh, printing.
1: Yeah, so you have these cards that are high value and there's kind of two reasons they could be uh, high value on the secondary market. And one is that everybody wants the card and so therefore the demand's very high. And the other is that the card wasn't printed very in very high numbers, so it's either from a very old set or a very obscure set, and they never reprinted it or whatever. And that's a low-supply problem. Yeah. And what tends to happen with the low-supply cards is when they do get reprinted in the modern era, their price drops a lot and just stays down. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas, you know, you can print Cyclonic Rift as many times as you want, and it's always, price is always going to climb back up and be high again mm-hmm. because every deck that has blue wants a Cyclonic Rift. So yeah, that's what she's talking about there, which will be interesting to see. And I think that's the kind of the second question I always have, which is like, okay, the reprint value is, you know, looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. But really like a bunch of one dollar cards is not super exciting. We want some good, hefty reprints. Mm-hmm. That because those are the exciting ones when we right. get a, a you know a ten dollars plus twenty dollar card just how many cards are there that have a real price tag or are we talking about just a, a collection of two dollar cards which is kind of less exciting so yeah that's obviously our next our next uh yeah let's point get here. into it so the major reprints in the set we broke it down into two categories like always there's the five dollars or more and then the two dollars or more mm-hmm. there are actually five cards in this deck that are five dollars or more which is cool quite high. I, I think that's yeah. abnormal.
2: I I'm happy to see this many cards that are above the $5 line. Uh there are there are five of them. Um some of them are right on the line, but they got there they got and there. that's important. <laughs> um all right, well the first one is a Craig Blanchett favorite. I have yep. died
1: to it a lot. I've actually did I kill you to it or Jimmy or somebody in the last
2: Yes, Oh, so no, I died No, I didn't die to infect. I died to straight old-fashioned damage. I think it was Jimmy I got with the the
1: grafted exoskeleton, (laughs) which is the top reprint in the deck. It is $9.50, or was before the reprint was announced. It's a four-mana artifact. Equipped, uh, sorry, artifact equipment. Equipped two. Equipped creature gets plus two, plus two, and has infect. And whenever grafted exoskeleton becomes unattached from a permanent, sacrifice that permanent. So this gives old-school infect, Mm -hmm. not toxic, which is... More powerful in a lot of ways because it scales with the power of the creature. Also, non combat damage will still deal. In fact, so if you put this thing on an Ekusar, mm-hmm. which I've done, and Yikes. then you Wheel of Fortune, that's gonna end the game very fast.
2: Yeah. Hey, oh. Yeah. This is a great reprint. I'm really happy to see Grafted Exoskeleton. Come down a little bit because it's not one of those cards that you're like it's so broken. Like it's it's a very cool card that commanders players like to play, and it's it's it feels nice pretty to have. Fair. It. It's fair. Yeah. It's powerful, but like yeah, yeah. exactly. It's yeah. four to equip. Yeah. It's two to equip. Never mind. It's four to cast. Yeah, still six <laughs> mana get it onto a thing. Then you also have to like you have do to something do something. Else. Yeah. It's a lot of mana. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm really excited to have Grafted Exoskeleton reprinted. The next one is Norn's Annex. It is three Phyrexian white, Phyrexian white for an artifact. It says create. Creatures creatures can't attack you or Planeswalkers you control unless their player plays, pays Phyrexian White for each of those creatures. So a reminder, Phyrexian White means you can either pay two life or white mana. Um, so this is a sort of ghostly prison at home.
1: Yeah, I don't, I'm surprised to see that its price tag was above $5 because I, I generally don't think this card is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, it no, You normally only play three mana for it because you pay the four life. Yeah. Uh, but it is much easier for them to attack you than something like Propaganda where they don't have the choice to pay life. They can only yeah. pay mana. Mm-hmm. It's more mana for Propaganda. Uh, this seems like a low supply issue unless more people are playing this than I think.
2: I agree. I, I think this one tends to be on the lower end of like, it shows up in really high pillow fort decks where they want... A redundancy of this effect more than just ghostly prisoner propaganda but i haven't played it in a long time although i did see the coolest the coolest use of Norn Xanax. somebody took my opponent's turn and then attacked attacked me with a Norn Xanax and paid all the life to drain their life that's cool this is pretty sweet but i also <laughs> died in that also, attack yeah. because they paid all the life
1: <laughs> wow That's a big brain play. That's pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, All right. The next biggest reprint is Phyrexian Swarmlord. It's $6.50 or was before the reprint was announced. It's four green green for a four four. Phyrexian Insect Horror has Infect. And at the beginning of your upkeep, create a one one green Phyrexian Insect Creature Token with Infect for each poison counter your opponents have. So if uh, your opponents have a combined total of like eight... Poison counters, you'll make eight 1, one infectors. Maybe
2: Rob Yeah, create a. Create. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's so many. Yeah. It, yeah. it reads
1: really cool, but you rarely get that many because, again, generally, if you're playing hardcore infect, you're hitting one player. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's, um, I think this is an example of the kind of card that, um, it's, it was printed one time. It's good enough in, in Commander to play an Infect X, and now we're going to have a little bit better of a supply, which is great for for people that want to build this kind of deck.
1: So. It is a really cool card, and it is a terrifying when they do get, like, five-plus yeah. from yeah, it. Like, You're just like, oh, uh, I'm dead, because they just swing in, and I can't, yeah. I, I can't block all those. Yeah.
2: Terrifying. <laughs> Uh, the next one is josh's favorite magic card Uh it's chromatic lantern three mana for an artifact lands you control have tap add one mana of any color and it says tap add one mana of any color Uh, chromatic lantern is still around five dollars um i don't know why uh, it makes it's paying five dollars for a chromatic lantern is cheaper than paying 30 bucks for the fetch land you need (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but that doesn't do it just
1: run dark steel ingot which is just better yeah but this vexes your mana It you don't need it you're in a three color deck you're fine and one oh, of those yeah, colors right. is it's green. green
2: you really yeah. don't need it in this deck you not need it it's pretty high on the list of cards that I would probably take out uh, you're in green you can just put it really in well literally any signet yeah Felwar Stone,
1: Mind mm-hmm. just better than, that. okay, I'm, still st- I'm stopping dollars. now. still
2: so $5, you're getting your value. There
1: you go. All right, the next card I'm glad to see reprinted in. This is a very powerful card. It's Noxious Revival. It costs just a green Phyrexian mana, so you can play either a green or two life for an instant, and it says, put target card from a graveyard on top of its owner's library mm-hmm.
2: this was used to great effect by with by jacob bertrand and using uh, his Poma deck yeah. <laughs> he put a he put Fears guardianship on top of his deck in response to a wheel and it haunts my dreams yeah uh. <laughs> it's just it's a,
1: they play a lot in cdh which tells you just how powerful it is but casual should play this a lot more it mm-hmm. just often is like a tutor because when your graveyard has like 10 plus cards in it you're just picking the best of those 10 cards and putting it on top of your uh, library and you can choose the card for the situation you need mm-hmm. board wipe you need card draw you need a removal spell you need a threat also i've seen it used against opponents cuz it says target player when mm-hmm. they've tutored or something like that to like screw up that's what cool. they think like fate they're seal getting it? yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i mean that's a like <laughs> Uh, it, it, we're in danger we're in danger but yeah yeah
2: <laughs> it's um a lot of the times this, ty- this type of factor is at sorcery speed too so yeah. it's fun to have one that's a little bit of a surprise
1: it was five dollars before the reprint yes. was yeah. announced so and those are the five five dollar and up cards i feel pretty happy with it i wish as always and i'll say this again i say it every pre-con i feel like there's no earthly reason to me why each pre-con can't have one card that is higher up on the mm-hmm. value list like it can support one 15 to $20 card. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen it before with like Mirari's Wake and things like that. And people don't go nuts. They don't hoard them. Yeah. So I think, I wish they would just, just give us one per yeah. pre-con. Just one. 15 to $20. There are so many of those cards now. Mm-hmm. Just let's keep the prices down for everybody on a lot of that stuff.
2: It really helps with price management yeah. just to have them come out every so often. And I, I'm i glad to see Grafted Exoskeleton, which is almost $10. But, um, yeah, a lot of these will, will drop. Uh, the rest are all – Noxious
1: Revival is a nice card. The rest are all kind of – they're fine. Yeah. We're not mad. But, all right, uh, the $2 cards, there are 13 of them, which means there are eight that we haven't talked about because, again – anything over five dollars is also over two dollars yeah uh we're not gonna read all of these cards as far as their rules text but we'll read what they are and there's a there's a good smattering of them
2: yeah so there's karn's bastion which is coming in at four dollars and fifty cents right now so that's a nice little reprint
1: yeah the next one i'm surprised it was four dollars it's trailblazers boots Mm -hmm. uh it gives the creature a non-basic land walk i guess it's evasion for this deck but it's
2: evasion yeah. yeah um ghostly prison is still a four dollar card and is getting a reprint in this deck
1: the good norns annex mm-hmm. <laughs> uh culling ritual uh this is a really good card three dollars and fifty cents pretty recent strict right yes yeah uh play this card more this card's ridiculous it's really strong <laughs> yeah. um
2: every time any, somebody
1: resolves i'm like oh god i could
2: never win it's terrible i, I mean it, it should go in most token decks yeah. right it just like is it, it's a house uh yeah. It's a little weird in this deck, but it, it's very good. <laughs> uh, the next one is Swords to Plowshares. It is still a $3 card.
1: Yep, just a staple. Yep. Uh, and the next one, another staple, Knight's Whisper. Mm-hmm. That one was $2.50.
2: And speaking of Strixhaven, the last two are Snarl Lands. It's nah. the Blossom Snarl, which is $2.50, and the Shine Shadow Snarl, that's $2.30. So that's the Green Black and White Black Snarls.
1: Yeah, I said "r" and then I was like, "That's kind of piratey. I snarl is more Sorry. like, Arr, I guess. Okay, so remember, we aren't going to talk about every single reprint uh, because the episode would be super, super long. But all mm-hmm. the rest will be in a full deck list, which is linked in the show notes. Thirteen cards, two dollars or more. Five that are five dollars or more seems pretty good. Ninety-six dollars or so in mm-hmm. value. Cool stuff we haven't seen in a while.
2: Yeah, I, I think my favorite thing about this deck is the refocus on what it means to play Infect in Commander. Um, anytime we can introduce sort of a new archetype or a new version of an archetype, that's really exciting for players and, I think, you know opponents.
1: Yeah, there's more like a mid-range poison, I'd yeah. say. It's not going all the way to full control, but yeah. it is more of a mid-range value poison, which mm-hmm. does make it more viable in Commander. Because as much as we talk about Craig and him being Mr. Infect and playing against poison counters a lot... We always say, like, Craig doesn't win a lot of games. He'll kill, he'll KO a lot of people. Oh yeah. But it's very hard for the dedicated infect, I'm going to, you know, use the poison counters to actually knock you out for that deck to knock out three people. Because it's so scary, like you said. Mm -hmm. You knock out one, Maybe two, and by the th- third person is set up and they're ready yep. to
2: Somebody has I mean, stabilized. Yeah. Um, someone's going to stabilize. And too many board wipes will just put you out of the game. And now that there's all these proliferate cards in the deck, it's possible that you can't just get blown out and and have no game in the in the late game. So it's cool to, cool to see a new version. All
1: right. I wanted to give a couple of tips on playing Poison that I've learned from Craig over the years, though. I think this deck is still going to want to know which player is the most dangerous to mm-hmm. it and concentrate on that player a little more than the others. Even though you might spread your poison counters around to get your corrupted triggers a little mm-hmm. more, there's still going to be a player, like I said, like maybe it's the player that has the best creatures because you know you have uh, Geth's summons you know, in your hand mm-hmm. or in the deck or whatever. But in general, the poison player needs to be hyper-aware of who, which deck is the most likely to be impossible for them to be in the late game. Mm-hmm. So there are certain decks that just have setups that just make you know, poison combat damage, dealing damage with creatures really hard to do to them. Mm -hmm. And you should be like hyper-focused on that player is the most dangerous to me. The other one's a Boros player. We're going to slug it out. I can still get in in the later game and still win through my main strategy. But that Mm -hmm. control deck over there is going to be a huge problem once turn eight hits. Yeah, So I need to like really make sure that I know that that's top of mind and I'm, Low-key concentrating on them, even though this one might be less scary by spreading around a little.
2: It's also possible with some of the instants and sorceries in the deck that just put counters on stuff that you're like, okay, I'm going to focus on one person with my aggro strategy and rely on those instants and sorceries to get the other two players to three. And then you're only facing down two people in the late game. And Um, the two
1: decks that are the most likely to, you know, you can still beat them later. Right, with
2: aggro stuff if you need to get there. All right, cool.
1: Well, that's our full deck reveal for the, whatever this deck is called, I forgot, Corrupting again. Corrupting
2: Influence. <laughs> <laughs> Josh has been completed. <laughs> His brain isn't holding it anymore.
1: This is like the fourth time I forgot the name of it. Corrupting Influence, got it. All right, to the listeners, what do you think about this deck? Are you excited about it? What new cards... Uh, that we talked about slot in perfectly to your existing commander decks. I think Norn's um, Choir Master is going to see a decent amount of play.
2: Norn's Choir Master is really cool and it's in it's in white so it's like great counter support and uh, you often have those like little like this with Yoshimaru and like the oh, horse. Oh jeez. Terrifying. Yeah. Because there's two commanders to trigger it. Oh, oh boy don't tell uh, Jordan he's got a pretty good <laughs> Yoshimaru scary deck. to me. <laughs> Alright if you
1: want to pick up this deck you want to pick up the other pre-con any of the cards from Phyrexia will be one cardkingdom.com slash command is the best place to go to pick up all your magic product anything at all your magic players you're gonna buy magic cards this set looks super super sweet Mm -hmm. if you just go to cardkingdom.com slash command when you buy that stuff you are simultaneously getting the cards that you want and supporting the content you enjoy uh and of course once you get these pre-cons you're gonna want to upgrade them we're gonna have a budget upgrade guys coming out soon you want to get any of those cards well cardkingdom.com slash command
2: and once you have those cards in your hands, you're going to want to protect them. Go to ultraprocom command to get the sleeves, the deck boxes, the play mats for all of the new decks that you're going to be building for Phyrexia. All will be one. Pick up both these pre-cons and sleeve them up, play them against each other. Uh, and you need to get those uh, products from ultra pro because they'll protect your new cards. Plus they have all of the magic art you need to show off your new completion, your new completed uh, battlefield, your yeah. new completed battlefield. I feel like everybody's going to be wrong and phyrexian uh playmats for the <laughs> for the time being <laughs> then commander is going to be a very completed place for a little while so make sure that you're ready and with your ultrapro.com slash command products
1: yeah it's it's fun to be the bad guy sometimes you don't it always want to be the, the hero right fun. yeah you want to be the villain love the sometimes <laughs> yeah all right uh now it's time for the end step where we talk about something cool outside the world of magic. This is a short enough episode. Rachel, I think we're going to do an end step. Do it's you have something cool? end
2: step. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited. Uh, yeah, I this is going to be a little late for all of you guys, but we just saw Avatar wave water and it's so fun. It's like such a, it's such a movie movie. You oh know, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was just it's such a movie. That's a great way. to. It was it. just such a movie. Um, it, I highly recommend seeing it in theater. If you haven't already get IMAX tickets, it's a great experience just to like get popcorn and, and have like a movie theater date Uh, but do block out some time because it is a long one
1: (laughs) yeah I believe it's three hours and 15 minutes then you factor in like previews and things like that we took the whole office went and saw Mm -hmm. it um on Friday yeah what do you think of the first avatar
2: uh it's i think it's a simple movie set in like a beautiful space and it's it's very fun to be in it so what do you think of the second avatar movie <laughs> it sounds like it could describe the second one it's too. similar yeah. like it feels like he took he took like his four favorite movies and then put them all in the same setting and like sort of mushed them together and then put out avatar way of water so it, it's like it's storylines that we recognize it's not necessarily going to blow your mind in terms of like narrative right but it is such a spectacle uh to behold and it's uh it's really fun he knows how to make a war picture for sure
1: yeah i mean it's it's one of the more beautiful movies that i think i've ever seen um especially considering how much of it is effects and he he manages to blur the line pretty well for a lot of stuff obviously the navi the blue people you know are all cg but yeah. some of the background stuff you know in the water and stuff they they did a, a phenomenal job with yeah. we saw it in 3d yeah And I would say, like, I don't generally like 3D movies. I don't generally see movies in 3D. Uh, From Avatar, you know, my assumption was that 3D was going to be good. Mm -hmm. Because the first Avatar is one of the few movies I, I thought was really good in 3D. Yeah, it was amazing. And I like how James Cameron just seems to know how to shoot for 3D better than other filmmakers
2: it's less like yeah
1: (laughs) he's not gimmicky with it he doesn't go with a lot of extreme foreground stuff he knows where the edge of the frame is so Mm -hmm. stuff doesn't bring you out of it by like sort of half crossing in it and you just kind of forget that it's even 3d so i would recommend not only imax but 3d if you haven't seen it i mean we're gonna be like three or four weeks after it comes out by the time you're watching this so pretty much the whole world's probably already seen it but just yeah yeah.
2: but you definitely should see it it's a ton of fun yeah i know a lot of people that are like "Mm, is it gonna be good and it's like it doesn't matter it's gonna be like huge It's it's
1: definitely not like a movie that you're like that's one of the greatest movies I've ever seen. But
2: you walk out and you got your money's worth for sure. Like you feel like like, I got what I paid for. It like makes you want to play a role playing game in like there. You know, like that's that's the kind of world building it is. Like I want to play there.
1: (laughs) All right, very cool. Avatar two
2: the An way of water secret coming out <laughs> sorry that is not uh <laughs> <laughs> that's not true but it feels true but it feels true i would be in <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me if it happens yeah happened, so. i'm sold
1: <laughs> all right big thanks to our amazing team here at the command zone damon lens arthur meadowcroft lady danger manson lung craig blanchett josh murphy jake boss patrick nan jordan pridgen sam waldo Grav galati jamie block mitch trafford and evan limberger gabriel pozos megan yip eric lem and of course our good friend jimmy wong all right everybody Uh, Again, there will be links in the show notes to this full deck list. So if you want to know everything in there, make sure to check that out. And stay tuned because we got a lot of Phyrexia All-Will-Be-One coverage coming up. We're going to do both budget upgrade guides, all the normal set reviews. We're going to deep dive on all the cards. So hit that notification bell and we'll see you very soon.
2: Peace. Don't get completed. Or do.
1: I'd say do. Do? Seems fun. Eh? (laughs) Yeah.